Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. every week. If you're in your middle night of the work week or you're not even at your hump day yet and already feeling like it's been a long week, that's how I feel. It's way too early in the week to be this tired. So I brought extra coffee. We'll be ordering food because it's hump show. It's the middle show of the work week. Welcome to the hump show on After Hours. It is the Hump Show. We made it. Man, it's been a strange start to the week, and I was hoping I would sleep on Tuesday. It did not happen, I think, because I had slept at night three nights in a row, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the dog and my body clock were not participating. Neither one. I'm not sure which one was more to uh, was more to uh, the the point of frustration for me, but it, it yeah. After a while, I get I start to get freaked out because I can't sleep, and then my brain starts going, and then it gets even worse. <laughs> so then I get upset because I can't sleep, and then the dog keeps moving around. Click 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 click. Uh, I'm so 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 grateful that she will have a bath and have her nails cut when I'm in Houston uh, coming up at the end of next week. I'm I'm gonna go visit mom for a couple days, and so. Uh, she'll finally, uh, she stays with the groomer because that's the family that watches her a lot of times when I'm gone. Uh, and so <laughs> she'll get a bath, she'll get her nails cut, and then uh, for at least a week and a half, because her nails grow fast, uh, I will not have to hear click, 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 clicking. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We have got... Uh, the hump show, which means middle show of the work week, and also an atypical Ask Amy Anything. And so I would love it if you would send your questions to our show. Twi- well, no, no, I lie. To my Twitter, A Law Radio, because it's just me asking. There's, there's no, 
bright orange box with the yellow thought bubble and the Ask Amy Anything moniker. It's just it's just me. <laughs> so if you want to find me on Twitter, uh, send your questions directly to me, and I will read and respond to them on air uh, as best I can. And then on our Facebook page, too. Now, you should know I don't generally respond to sports questions because we do sports here on a regular basis. So this is not really – I don't tell you who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. I don't make predictions. I don't guess about who's going to be in the World Series. I mean, none of that is what we do in Ask Amy. It's more about us getting to know one another. And so a lot of times people ask about my career or about food. So many people ask about food. Uh, so that type of thing is more likely to get Jay's attention. Now, I'm not going to have time to go through them and look at them all and separate them. I'm just going to be reading them off the cuff and doing this in the moment. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't I don't make predictions. I don't tell you who's going to be drafted number one overall, though that, that wouldn't necessarily be a prediction, more like a piece of insight based on what I've read and heard. But you kind of catch the drift. You know, if you listen to the show on a regular basis – that it's a, an opportunity for us to kind of get off the beaten path. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, phone number 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, for me, the top story on this Tuesday night into a Wednesday morning is the emotional return of Michigan State Spartans basketball. And this comes just hours after the third funeral on Tuesday for the student who passed away, the third of the three students who passed away last week in the campus shooting, the victims, the survivors, the first responders all honored, a moment of silence, tears before the game and tears after the game from Tom Izzo and others who were involved. So I know some of the students spoke. I'm hoping that we can grab uh, more of that audio when we get back to that. But uh, to see the, the arena with so much energy and electricity and the common bond. Uh, Tragedy often provides a common bond. And also to know the joy, just sparks of joy and hope and a reminder, even if time doesn't completely heal, as time goes on, we're able to support one another and find that connection that does encourage us, right? We, We give hope and encouragement to others, support to others, and it often comes back to us in a similar form. And he wanted a collective hug inside the arena. And generally what Tom Izzo wants, Tom Izzo gets. Another story coming from college basketball, which is bizarre, uh, but I think it's worth mentioning. It's worth talking about a little bit. I've seen a lot of reaction to Nate Oates, He's the basketball coach at Alabama, a team that was ranked number one briefly two weeks ago or last week. Police have given their testimony in, I think this was a bond hearing, so we're not talking about the actual trial because this just happened. But there is a player who has since been kicked off the team who's now in, in jail who fatally shot a 23-year-old mom as she was sitting in a car on campus in Tuscaloosa or in the city of Tuscaloosa. And so as they're going through this hearing, a detective testifies that it was actually 
freshman standout, their star player, Brandon Miller, who brought the gun to the teammate, who then fired it and killed this young mom. And so in light of that, there's questions being asked about why Miller, the the young star, is still playing. Why is he not also facing charges? Because he's the one that showed up with the loaded gun when Darius Miles asked him to. So I want you to hear from Nate Oates. Now, Nate did a bit of a mea culpa. His initial comments really blew up social media and got a pretty loud and emotional reaction. So then he kind of circles back and he tries to clarify a little bit about Brandon Miller. Again, star of the team, a team that has got a really good season going. But these revelations in court on Tuesday indicate that he was at least involved to the point where he had the gun and he took it to his teammate. Miller's not been charged, just so you know. So we'll get to that coming up later this hour. Talking a little bit about this quarterback chessboard and some of the possibilities, the rumblings out of Green Bay that the Packers are desperate to move on, that they're pretty much done and over with the Aaron Rodgers act. His shtick, if you will. I do not know whether or not Aaron is still in the darkness. I don't care enough to guess. At some point, we'll hear from him, but it wasn't Tuesday. In in fact, I believe Pat McAfee is in Hawaii. That's what he said in his last show. So if he was actually telling the truth then, then he's not even on the, the continent. He's out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean on an island. And we don't know publicly whether or not Aaron is... In darkness or is not. And I haven't searched his social. You know what? That'll be fun. Let's do that right now to see if there's, to see what the most recent Aaron Rodgers post is. I do know his toe is still his avatar, his COVID toe. Gross. Uh, Let's see. All right. Okay. (laughs) This goes back to February 7th, which is, a. I mean, we're talking about two weeks ago now. But Mitchell Schwartz, who's a former... NFL offensive lineman is former. I think he's retired. He was with the chiefs for a while. In fact, I think he was with them on their super bowl team going back. Not the most recent one. I'm pretty sure he's retired now. Um, His brother, Jeff also played and has been a guest on this show before. Yeah. Let's see. Hold on. I'm looking just to make sure he's not still currently in the league. Uh, So I know this. Let's see. Yeah. I was out after the 2020 season. Okay. So, not part of this year's Chiefs team, but spent the last five years of his career with the Chiefs, won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Uh, He's a former All-Pro offensive lineman. So, he was on social media commenting about the Packers situation. And he says, weird, the Packers aren't consulting more with the guy who needs to go on a four-day darkness retreat to figure out whether he wants to play, whether or not he wants to play football. Now, you know Aaron Rodgers doesn't love it when you start to make 
assumptions or you jump to conclusions about his life. And if he sees it, he's going to correct you. If he hears it, he's going to correct you. So here's Mitchell Schwartz, former offensive lineman for the Chiefs and the Browns too, actually. And he says it's weird that the Packers aren't consulting more with the guy who needs to go on a four-day darkness retreat to figure out whether or not he wants to play football. Now, last week on the McAfee show, Rodgers had really pushed back at the idea that he was doing this simply because he felt that the darkness and his time in the darkness would reveal to him ultimately whether or not he wanted to continue playing football or if he did not or where he wanted to play, whether Green Bay or somewhere else, right? So he'd already pushed back on that idea. So then going back to February 7th, Rogers writes in response to this Mitchell Schwartz comment, be curious, not judgmental. We are all on our own path and doing things like this helps me find a greater sense of peace and love for life. Rogers is very Zen love and respect to you with a heart emoji. Now I will say I love the heart emojis for those of you who follow me on Twitter or even Facebook. I am all about heart emojis and I do the color coding as well. So anytime I'm talking about Syracuse now, I'm using an orange heart. Oh, and the the orange emoji, actually, because it's fantastic. But I do use the red heart emoji when I'm talking about family or dog, even when she's driving me crazy. So look, Aaron Rodgers, love and respect to you, red heart emoji. It's a man in touch with his sensitive side. So in other words... No, Rogers has not tweeted anything at all since he succumbed to the darkness. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. By the way, that post by Rogers, I had not seen it before now because I, I don't, I'm not awake during the daytime when a lot of people are tweeting. <laughs> so he, he says this, he writes this, and it gets liked 50,000 times. Peace and love to you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Love and respect to you. Do you know how many times this tweet got viewed? 10 million times. M million with an M. So, Rogers is not, I I'm assuming he was not allowed to tweet while he was in the darkness. Although, that's one way to chase the darkness is to turn on your cell phone light. It's bad for you, though, to be looking at your cell phone while you're in the darkness. not good for your eyes. Uh, anyway, so we don't know about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, what we do know is that the reports out there are Packers are done. They're just, they're done. They're over it. See ya. Wouldn't want to be uh, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you kind of a thing. They're, they're just done. That's the report. I dare say, though, that because of the money involved and because of Aaron's tenure with the organization, that there's still room, there's still some wiggle room there. I don't know that anything's set in stone. But Rodgers is a little bit like <laughs> Rodgers last year. <laughs> so <laughs> I was thinking about last season and it dawns on me in that moment when I start laughing that last year the Broncos were waiting on Aaron Rodgers before they went to Russell Wilson. Now could it be possible that the Jets are waiting on Aaron Rodgers before they would make any type of an offer to Derek Carr? Or would it be the Titans? Now, see, think about the tenure as well, because Rodgers is unlikely to, well, I, who even knows? Right now, a team is unlikely to hitch its 
wagon to Aaron Starr for longer than, say, a year or two years. He has two years left on this contract with the Packers. Two years and a lot of money. A hell of money. A lot of hell of money. <laughs> a, a, is it Brinks or Binks truck? Clearly, I'm not familiar with these things. No, Carlos, I'm being serious. Which one is it? Brinks truck. Brinks truck. Okay, so no one's ever backed up a Brinks truck in my neighborhood. Well, not to my house anyway. So it's it's a lot of money. Not that they can't restructure. But you don't want to go long-term with Rodgers. If, if you want someone who's more than just a stopgap, well, then it's a Jimmy Garoppolo or it's a Derek Carr or <gasps> it's a Baker Mayfield. It could be. It just, it could be. What could be? So that's where we are in the NFL now is waiting with bated breath for Rodgers to emerge. Oh, from the darkness like the tomb. <gasps> no, it's not like Jesus coming out of the tomb. It is not. 855-212-4227. Kelly is listening in Michigan. Kelly, welcome to After Hours. Hi, Amy. Uh, great show. Uh, Thank great you. To talk. I appreciate that, sir. Um, I had a question for you about basketball. I know you're talking NFL. Eh, and- talking everything. No biggie. Well, it's okay. It's 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 just not that it's trivial. It's kind of disgusting. It's about Carmelone, so I think I'll skip over that oh, and okay. ask you: uh, Have you ever considered changing your intro, your intro music? And no. You, well, I've got I've got three suggestions that I think you might like. Oh, okay. Okay, my first one is by Helen Reddy. It's "I Am Woman." All right, but I think people can figure that out pretty quickly, though. Okay. First of all, my name. Second of all, I don't sound like a man unless I'm sick. And when I'm sick, my voice drops, so I sound like a male lounge singer. Okay, let's try this one then. Okay. That don't impress me much because a lot of times some of your callers don't impress you by Shania. Ooh, I don't think. Right. Yes, I do love Shania. She's fantastic, and that's a great song. I may okay. have been known to dance around my kitchen to that song a few times. <laughs> And my last one would be, and no disrespect, because I have no idea what you look like, and it's fat bottom girls. They make the rock and roll go around. You kind of make the radio world go around. The, so what's the song? Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Oh, I've heard of Queen, not heard of that song. What does that mean, oh. fat bottom? You make the rock and roll go around, and you make the radio. So, roll so in other words, it's literal. When when they say fat bottom, it's actually literal. Well, I don't. I, I guess possibly, but huh. they just make the rock and roll huh. go around, and you make the radio roll go gotcha. around. Gotcha. Okay, like but said, I, Kelly, here's the thing: if I have to explain why I'm using a song called "Fat Bottomed Girls," <laughs> I'm thinking that probably the message is lost. If you have to sit here and explain it to me. So I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say as the host of this show and the one who has veto power over music that no, I will not ever be using a song titled Fat Bottomed Girls. No. Well, there's nothing wrong. Because I'm neither fat nor a girl. Exactly. I've never seen you personally so like i said i wasn't trying to be disrespectful i didn't no i didn't say that you were i'm just saying the title of the song alone is not something i want to have to explain oh no it's not what you think i I just that's not really a conversation i want to have i got you i don't think i would tell my nieces for instance who are both very slim and in great shape hey this should be your theme song nope 
<laughs> well, thank you for taking my call, Amy. You're welcome. <laughs> It's funny because every now and then Jay and I will have a conversation about music and football season's the wrong time to really do any new type of imaging or branding. And we don't have a lot of time to spend on that. But I know that when he comes back from vacation, one of the things that we've talked about is going through some of our music and some of our production, meaning uh, the, the montages that you'll hear at the top of the hours, which does include American Woman, uh, a song that I've been using since the very beginning. It's it's really a signature uh, for this show. You always know we only use it at the first hour. We only use it at the beginning of the show. Uh, but you know exactly what you're getting. So, I, yeah, I don't feel I need the I need to actually underscore the fact that I am a woman. I feel like it's pretty uh, obvious. Uh, and I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not an like an anthem. Like, hey, I'm a woman. Hear me roar type of thing. You you hear me roar plenty and you already know I'm a woman. Uh, but we have talked about potentially changing up some of the imagery. And I love Shania. I love Carrie Underwood. I'm a fan of Katy Perry. I could see us using a different song. Um, it's just, it's it would be jarring at first because we've been using it for so long. So... I appreciate that, Kelly, in Michigan. Maybe at some point we will try something different. We'll pivot. Um, But for now, there's only so many hours in the day. As one of the Syracuse students asked me on Monday, if you had a 25th hour in the day, what would you spend it on? And I said I would spend it on production because we don't have enough time to do this new branding and imaging and that type of thing. I spend way too much time on social media, and I wish I didn't have to, but for now, (laughs) I think I need to hire a social media manager. The problem is I'm a control freak, and I would not let anyone else touch my actual Twitter. There's no way. I would not put my... Twitter in the hands of someone that I did not trust with my life because that's what social media is. Um, so I, I, yeah. Hmm. Also the company's not going to pay for a social media manager. So it would be more like an internship. <laughs> Again, why would I ever put my Twitter page in the hands of an intern? That sounds like an even worse idea. <laughs> All right, let's see. Coming up. Oh, gosh, we've got some good stuff that I still want to get to. How about this? A milestone in the NHL. Oh, we got this guy who found me on my Facebook page and first went, you know, went on to compliment the show and just said, but for those of us in the Northeast, we think you should talk more hockey and we hate college or we don't care about college basketball as if the show is designed for only people in the Northeast. (laughs) So I politely reminded him that the show really is, is designed to have national appeal. However, there was a hockey milestone, a big moment, uh, and kind of a cool moment, too, for a team that has some major Stanley Cup aspirations. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet? With two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Helping you get to the back end of the work week. Welcome to the Hump Show on After Hours. Unfortunately, I can't remember the name of the guy who chastised. Well, he complimented the show, but then chastised me for talking about college basketball uh, and saying that I should talk more hockey. Here's the thing. We talk hockey when it becomes Stanley Cup postseason or when there's a major moment, uh, whether it be a milestone, whether it be a significant win, we'll get closer to playoff standings and we'll start to talk more hockey as well. But we talked about Alexander Ovechkin reaching 800 goals earlier in the season and his march to 800, similar to the way that we talked about Albert Pujols with his march to 700 home runs. So when you're talking about some of the greats and when you're talking about significant moments in history, of course we talk about them. Well, 800 is the magic number this season, apparently. Uh, And it was a huge night, not only for fans in Edmonton because uh, they were able to see their team at home, but also because they had not one, but two major milestone moments. Uh, So just so you all know, (laughs) this is unfortunate. I don't, we have new people who work in our newsroom and for some reason, the guy who was working in our newsroom, I'm going to assume he was unaware of the situation. He gets the first goal from Connor McDavid, so the play-by-play. He doesn't get the second one, which put him one point away from 800, and then he doesn't get the goal from Leon Dreisaitl that not only put Dreisaitl over a significant milestone, but also was the 800th point for McDavid. So, go figure. Uh, Carlos is going to rectify that situation because we're going to need that audio, correct? I will be looking for it as we speak. Well, no, not as we speak. Not right now because we're on the air. But when we have more a... like a figurative kind of as we speak. Oh. Definitely during break. Okay. 
Anyway, so I don't have any excuse for some of the people who work in our newsroom. Also, the guy left 90 minutes before his shift was over. So before we even started the show, supposed to be working until we're an hour into the show, just disappeared. I guess he figured because uh, there was nothing, no one else out there to speak to him. Carlos got up to come into the control room. This dude decided, oh, I can slip out the back door and no one will notice. But guess who noticed? The host. Guess who's going to say something to your boss? Oh, don't. So it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. This is how it all started on Tuesday night. Puck back to the left wing point. Kulak will rip a shot. Doesn't get through. It gets into the slot area. Now side of the net. Scores! Connor McDavid banked it off with somebody in front of the net. The Oilers have a 3-2 lead. So that's the call on Oilers Radio. Again, I have no excuse for Andrew, who gets the first goal, which is the 43rd for Connor McDavid. He leads the NHL. I could pretend that we have the 44th and that we're just not going to play it, but why cover for a guy who wasn't doing his job? So 44th goal came later in the third period, and then he assists on... Leon Dreisaitl's goal earlier in the third. And so you've got this flurry of activity in the third where McDavid picks up his 800th point and Leon Dreisaitl picks up his 700th. Wow, how about that? We knew these two together. If you haven't seen the photo, the Oilers shared it. We knew these two together really were a formidable team, even going back to when they first got together. So McDavid becomes the fifth fastest player in NHL history to hit that mark in his in his 545th, not easy to say, in his 545th game. And we're talking about guys like Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux who are ahead of him on the list. So McDavid puts the Oilers in front. Actually had a, a, a pass that was deflected off of the Flyers and ends up in the net, also as a shorty, so a shorthanded goal, and was part of that assist for Dreisaitl. So, yeah, McDavid is front-running in the NHL with both goals and points, but on this night, it's more about big picture and perspective. And, yeah, kind of cool that he and Dreisaitl connect for a significant moment for both of them. Obviously, a great accomplishment from Leo, you know, 700, um, you know, amazing feat. And, um, you know, Nuge is having a great year, you know, and just keeps, uh, just keeps on going and, and making those great plays. And then for him personally, this was more about the game on this night as opposed to the history. But yeah, believes that this could offer a spark for the team. Yeah, uh, you know, I feel like I've uh, last, you know, kind of week or so, I feel like I've had some really good chances and just, uh, you know, not, not, they weren't going in. You know, sometimes you need a little bounce. Sometimes your team needs to win an ugly one to go on a run as well. So, you know, kind of uh, the bounce that uh, I maybe needed and our, and our group needed. So the Oilers had been on a four-game losing skid, so this was huge for them and that third period alone. Uh, so they're one of the best going in the West now. And if you – it's way too early to be talking about standings. I don't even do this really for the NBA. Um, but if you follow the game, you know that this is a team with a lot of expectations, certainly uh, a team that has 
a pent-up fan base <laughs> that desperately wants to see them break through, that desperately wants to see them get to the next level and become a Stanley Cup contender. And they've got the personnel to do it. Um, they just have to be able to put it all together. And and it matters who you're match up or matched up against in the in the playoffs, obviously, too. You never just operate in a vacuum. Uh, but good for them to be able to break out in such a way in which they also knock two of their major milestones off the list in a home game, which is kind of cool, in Edmonton uh, against the Flyers in which they double up Philadelphia in this game. So, yeah, it was a, it was a big-time third period with Leon and Connor both featured. That's for the guy in the Northeast, two things we should talk more hockey. There, I did it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not why I did it. I would have completely laughed in his face if, but that we had this moment that was important to talk about. So yeah, huge deal. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do we want to do next? What do I want to do next? Why don't we get into this Alabama situation? Um, much more serious, obviously, because we're talking about a murder investigation. But the new details that came out on Tuesday about the star freshman for the Tide, and also the comments from. Coach Nate Oates earlier in the day that he later has to walk back a little bit uh, because they they went viral in a way that he maybe didn't expect or didn't really consider ahead of time. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. I see your questions. We'll get to that about an hour from now. Also on our Facebook page. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hump Show on After Hours. Thanks so much for joining us. It's another one of those smorgasbord nights. Those nights where we definitely move all around, right? So we've got college basketball. We've got football. We've even got hockey. I just love hockey fans because they thank me for talking about their sport. You're so starved for attention. You thank me for talking about your sport. No, I tease you because I care. Um, It is the only sport, though, with a rabid fan base that insists on telling us every single spring, nothing like playoff hockey. There's nothing like playoff hockey. See, the thing, the difference between hockey and football fans is that football fans don't need to tell you there's nothing bigger than the playoffs, right? They don't have to tell you that because we all know. Uh, But hockey fans, a, a bit of a complex, and I understand it. I get it. You've been tossed about like a ship on stormy seas. Uh, different networks. You've been crushed by a work stoppage that lasted a year and a half. That was actually crushing to me too. Uh, And so I understand you have a bit of a complex. You're a little insecure. Only hockey fans have to come up all the time and tell me there's nothing better than Stanley Cup playoff hockey. I will agree with you. There's nothing better than Stanley Cup playoff sudden death. You want to talk about the tension in my gut and heart palpitations. I can't wait for that. Even now I'm excited about it. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. I see some of your questions coming in. I'm trying not to read them now just because I think it'll be more fun to shoot from the hip, and which actually is not great form. You should never shoot from the hip, but it's something that you see every now and then uh, with shorter people um, who don't have the legs to be able to shoot properly. So they jack a deep shot from their hip. They gotta throw it up there. Uh, yeah, until a coach gets a hold of them and says, Rat row. That's not how we do it. 
anyway, we're not going to shoot from the hip and just let it fly. Uh, well, we, I mean, we are going to. You shouldn't, but I'm going to. Um, and so I'm trying not to look at your questions, but I see that they're coming in. So you can find me on Twitter, A Law Radio. You can reply directly to the post, or you can head to our Facebook page and respond there. Don't look for the bright orange box because it's not up. Um, and still to come, a change at head coach in the NBA. Could a change for the star player of the same team be coming soon? There are some rumblings. Also, a really disappointing piece of news for the Chicago Bulls, though they tried to fill a hole left by a guy they were hoping would be a major addition to their team to try to spur uh, a run through the Eastern Conference. Also, Carlos is amazing. He has grabbed the audio from Connor McDavid and his performance in that third period that really sparked the Oilers in Edmonton a few hours ago because somehow our tape op who worked in the newsroom didn't think it was important and left 90 minutes before his shift was over. Maybe he had an emergency. Do you think? I think that's possible, Carlos. He had a family emergency. Or he all of a sudden contracted the neurovirus. I hope not, because I was sitting next to him, and I don't want to get sick, nor can I afford to get sick. So then we're not going to make excuses for the dude. Yeah, I could get to the bottom of it. He waited until you came into the control room, and I was still in the other studio before he decided to sneak out like a bandit, like a thief in the night, stealing money, as it were, because he didn't finish his shift. I mean, listen, you shouldn't be leaving, nor would I. I. I get it. But no, no, I, no, no, I, no buts. No, no. Absolutely to, no buts. If there was a time to leave, that was the time to do it when no one was looking. Even shadier. That's sketchy. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, he, he's Did he really think leave. I wouldn't notice that all of a sudden his head was no longer sitting above the computer screen? He just thought I wouldn't notice? I don't know. Maybe he thinks that most tape ops are invisible. Sometimes I feel like that when I'm sitting there at 2 o'clock in the oh, morning. Oh, really? Even though no. I said hello to him when I came in? Well, I can't. Two o'clock Eastern time. I I can't vouch for what he heard or didn't hear. It doesn't matter. You wait until the guy you're working with moves into another room and the host is is in the back and then you sneak out. I'm sorry. That's sketchy. And I don't, unless he can't read numbers, he should know that he left an hour plus early. Don't you worry. Someone's going to find out. I have no, I would hope someone would say to my boss, hey, she cut out an hour early if I did. Well, our 300 plus affiliates definitely know now. They should, not to mention all the people listening on satellite, as well as those people who are catching the podcast on Wednesday. Duh, don't leave early. Don't sneak out. If you have an emergency, say something to the host, to the producer, to how about the anchor who's here trying to put together quality updates and no longer has a tape up. Just in case any of you were ever thinking about leaving early, don't. So it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Uh, We've got Greg Norman coming up next hour talking about year two of the Live Tour and how some of his friends no longer speak to him. That seems drastic, but I'm not Greg Norman, so you'll hear it from his mouth. Uh, And then we'll have a little bit of, uh, of the Ravens offensive coordinator as well. Why? Because... Everyone wants to know what's going to happen with Lamar. That's become a major question moving forward. So, again, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page next hour is Ask Amy Anything. We're doing it unconventionally and atypically. And maybe by that time, I won't be annoyed by the dude who thought 
he could sneak out early and I wouldn't notice. Maybe by then. Give me, an, give me another hour. There was definitely a visceral reaction, not quite like mine. Mine's tame and tepid, really. Uh, but there was a visceral reaction to some comments from the Alabama men's basketball coach on Tuesday. Now, I woke up to the firestorm, so I did not hear them when when they were live or when they first hit the internet and social media. But I did see the aftermath, and I did see the response to Nate Oates, who is the head coach of a team that's right now ranked number two in the nation, Alabama. And this despite a scandal that has rocked the team. You may remember, this has been a couple weeks now, where Darius Miles fired a gun in Tuscaloosa at night. (laughs) So all kinds of issues there. And hit a woman, a 23-year-old mom, who was sitting in a car near the street corner in Tuscaloosa. So Darius Miles instantly, after the shooting on the strip, he was instantly taken into custody because he told police that it was his gun or that he had the gun or he gave the gun to police, right? So there was no real mystery there about Darius Miles. His hearing for bail, and there's another... There's another uh, player who's involved as well. Michael Lynn Davis. Both he and Miles, they face capital murder charges for the death of this 23-year-old woman. It actually goes back farther. My days run together. It's It's been a little over a month now. So they do this bond hearing for Miles and for Davis. And both their mothers speak. The players are in tears. Ultimately, bond is denied. But what comes out of this hearing is that the star freshman for the Crimson Tide is the one who brought the gun two miles on the strip. And according to the testimony of the detective who's been investigating... Miller's not been charged with a crime. But he showed up there on the strip with the loaded weapon after receiving a text from Darius Miles. Now, according to the authorities, the gun was Miles. And remember, he told the police that it was his gun and that he's the one that supplied it to the shooter, right? So he wasn't the shooter. Davis was the shooter, according to authorities. But Miles is the one who supplied the gun. And Brandon Miller is the one who showed up to the strip in Tuscaloosa with the gun. So three different players, three different guys touched this gun. Ultimately, Davis is the one who is charged with pulling the trigger, but Miles supplied the gun and Miller now brought it, is the one who brought it to Miles. Except according to Nate Oates, the head coach who spoke on Tuesday, Brandon Miller himself is not part of the investigation other than 
the informational aspect. We've known the situation since it's been. We've been fully cooperating with law enforcement the entire time. I mean, it's the whole situation's sad. I mean, you just think of it. We team close practice with a prayer for the situation today. Again, knowing that we had this trial today. Oh, sorry, I got it cut off a little bit there. Right, it's a hearing, not a trial. But I want to go back and have you listen to it again really quickly. Nate Oates says this was unfortunate that it was just a case of Miller being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble on this case, like in the wrong spot at the wrong time. So we'll we'll address it when uh, I'm sure NBA scouts will ask. They do their homework, but I think the article that it came out in also stated Brandon's been interviewed. All right, so Brandon at this point has not been charged with anything. He's not being investigated. But you can understand why people would have a, a a visceral reaction to what Nate Oates said. Kids are out. This is what they do. He just happened to be wrong place, wrong time, wrong spot, wrong time. No, that's not what we found out on Tuesday. What we found out on Tuesday is that he brought the gun to the scene. Now, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a detective. I don't know the law when it comes to this particular case or these types of situations. But if Miles is being charged with capital murder, at least now, because he supplied the gun to the shooter, how did the gun get to the scene? Well, Brandon Miller brought it there when Miles asked him to. So Nate Oates later says, my comments came across poorly and they that he didn't mean it the way it sounded. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.